everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. I'm your host, uh, Ben, and uh, with me are hosts, John. Hello. And Mike. And I'm actually here in studio with John at his place. And uh, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, we have a return guest. That's right. Someone bothered to come on for a second time. And it was, matter of fact, Catherine. So welcome back, back Catherine Spires. I think I got right this time. Yeah, good job. Thank you. <laughs> so welcome back. Uh, and I just said it before the podcast, but I want to reiterate it. Thanks again for uh, uh, being on our last podcast. And uh, congratulations on um, having so many big uh, names come on your on your show. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your last episode? Yeah, it was about barbecue chicken pizza, which was a passion project of mine. And I got... Um, Robin Leach and Wolfgang Puck to be the guests on that episode, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I have to check it out. <laughs> how did you? Well, get, how did you get them? I emailed them and asked. I was oh, wow. pretty surprised they both within a couple hours were like, "Sure, yeah." Wow, the mic approach. Yeah. <laughs> just, just show. Maybe up. she learned something from you. <laughs> hey, just hey. Maybe you can be on my show. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I think That's it works more often than not. So. Damn it. Yeah. Well, I know we you only have a few uh, minutes to spend with us, so I thought we'd make use of it. And I know uh, Mike and John both have questions for you. So, John, do you want to kick us off with a question for Catherine? Um, I was going to do a food-related one. Is that all right with you? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so, is there anything... Uh, Food-wise, it just dry. Like, I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, if you're out, I've been out at restaurants. Like, I went to out for um, Benihana with a friend for their birthday a year or two ago, and they stuck a young couple with us at the table, and they were like the surf and turf, and mm-hmm. uh, they got the flame and yawn, and they the guy, you know, they get done with the the seafood part of the Benihana, and they're asking like, how do you want the the filet mignon cooked and they're like well done and i was i wanted to murder them like i didn't want them at my table anymore are, are there any like food faux pas that just uh drive you drive you up the wall that is totally the classic example um the steak well done meat well done thing i do think that lots of times people in america want their meat to be cooked more like it doesn't have to be cooked as thoroughly as we think it does and it kind of ruins it. I think that most of us overcook shrimp, for example. It's not supposed to be like a little rubbery hockey puck, but that's how we serve it. Um, that, that's the, one that, thing, if it's hockey puck style, that's Canadian style. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. See, that's just a cultural thing I didn't know about. Now I do. <laughs> well, I know Wolfgang was talking with you on your on your episode about how when he started, you know, people kept sending food back because it wasn't cooked like you know you would have beautiful cuts of tuna and yeah you know like they would just keep this isn't cooked well like it's ahi tuna you're not supposed to you know like you're supposed to treat it delicately but yeah yeah i guess food sent back i do think one thing that makes me crazy i mean at this point i'm pretty much i've like overcome most of my snobbery and i don't care what people eat (laughs) but i do hate incorrect snobbery like when people are at a thai restaurant and they very pointedly ask for chopsticks i have okay. to roll my eyes because you actually don't use chopsticks that much in thailand so okay. stuff like that i think is silly well fair enough fair enough <laughs> and then uh the other the other quick food question i had was like what's your biggest 
guilt like it, what's your biggest guilty pleasure food wise like what's what's your go-to when you need to pick me up like, i know it's not pet. donuts <laughs> right. i'm listening to the donut episode there you go yeah it's never donuts um well, I don't believe in guilty pleasures because uh, okay. I think that's a damaging concept. <laughs> but to answer the spirit of your question, ice cream for sure. Okay. Fair enough. 100%. Specifically, the Hagen does ones that say they only have five ingredients in them. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good stuff. Do you believe? Do you believe that? Do you take them at their at their face value? I think I do. I wonder about stabilizers. Maybe it's that's mm. part of the reason it's so expensive is that they just throw it away after a few days if it doesn't sell. I don't know. I also like right. making cookies. I make really, really good cookies, so there's okay. that. That's what else kind of, that takes work. Now, hold on. What kind of cookies are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> well, what you do is you take the basic Toll House chocolate chip recipe that they have on the back of the bag, but okay. the two mm-hmm. cups of chocolate chips and or nuts that you add, you can actually put anything in there. So one that I like is um, toffee Bacon? chips and um, honey roasted peanuts. Toffee <laughs> chips and honey roasted peanuts. That does sound like a pretty good crunchy. Yeah. yeah. Crunchy hench. I might do like. Yeah, you know, yeah, gummy bears, you know, something, something, just, you know, that something. Would not work bad. No, <laughs> I think that would not do well in the oven. My family, no, no. we had, we had this, it's called first day of school cookies. And like, we would make them every year uh, for special occasions. And um, it was actually kind of funny. Like we had this family tradition. We would make these first day of school cookies uh, and take them down to the local firehouse on Christmas Eve. Aww. Just to say, you know, like, hey, thanks for, you know, yeah. taking care of the community for the year. And one year I was in college, I got up, I got home late and we went down and it was like 839 by the time we made it down to the to the fire station and we ring the, the doorbell and they come to the door and they're like, we thought you weren't coming. Like, we were so worried. Like, <laughs> they were looking forward to, to, the, to the cookies that we bring every year. So that's so sweet. Sweet. It makes me feel really bad for not going back, though, because, like, we totally moved away from that neighborhood, so. Uh, oh. but, well, yeah. what was in those cookies? Um, I will look it up. I will find the recipe, and I will send it your way. The secret ingredient <laughs> was love. Yes, love and, yeah. <laughs> nothing else. And nothing else, John. <laughs> all right, okay. Yes, let's go with that. All right, all right. So, Mike, let's uh, let's move on to, to you. Oh, um... <clears throat> Well, I guess I had some questions about, uh, uh, like, Howard talked about in one of the uh, Fun Club, I think it was the Fun Club or the uh, Nintendo Power, he talked about getting games uh, through the uh, the phone line. Like, I'm just wondering, like, was that, like, a specific device for getting games over the uh, the phone line or the what, it, what amounted to the internet back then? Or... Was it just a uh, like a regular computer that he like? Did I'm you not get sure to, like? Did you ever see how he got those games? Or I don't, I don't know if I understand the question. Like, like he like, said, basically, like he could like link up with Japan and they would send the like the data for the game to him so that he could play it. Like it was like instead of like mailing a cartridge, I guess he would they would send the digital data for the game i don't i don't we didn't really understand either we weren't we weren't sure it was called vaxing v-a-x yeah like howard vaxes and i'm just like is this supposed (laughs) to be like some jenny mccarthy thing or 
That is so interesting. I don't know if I have a real answer to that, except that I know I was the first one in my class to get internet, like at okay. home. So that might have been part of it. I remember it was around the time when the teachers at my school had ethernet, and that was like that fancy messaging system where they didn't have to stand up to talk to each other. And then we got internet at home. And I do remember playing on the enormous computer, um, like unfinished games that were like just little pixels and stuff. So maybe it was, I mean, that must've been the reason why we got internet so early then. So it was probably- that would make sense. Wow. That's amazing to like get such an amazing gateway to the world for like your dad's work. So it must have been just like yeah. a regular computer then, not a, a special Nintendo-only proprietary machine. Not the one that we had at home, at least. Uh. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, I'm, I'm a little short on questions of my own, but one more thing I wanted to know. Is there a way for us to see Howard's rock video? I can ask him about that. That gets mentioned in this uh, fun club again, and we get to see a picture of the video. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to see this. Yeah, I'm not sure. I will ask him about that or my mom. (laughs) Last year, they sold a bunch of Nintendo memorabilia or a couple years ago on eBay, and (sighs) they made a ridiculous amount of money given that it was all like pieces of paper. And my mom, it actually upset my mom because she realized how much she'd thrown away over the years. She didn't realize oh, that it was yeah. <laughs> she was on a gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. She, she didn't respect his work. <laughs> sure, that's it. <laughs> and she feared his driving. That's right. <laughs> that well that is pretty yeah. accurate. <laughs> well, so I've got some questions. So you're originally from Seattle, I imagine. So she said yes. If you listen to, you know, thank you. I was recapping for our <laughs> listeners, John. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, how did you uh, end up making your way down to LA? I went to college at UC Santa Barbara. And the, are they the banana slugs? No, that's Santa Cruz. We're the oh, gaucho, which okay. means even gaucho. less than being a banana slug. Yeah. Um, UCSB doesn't have a football team or anyone, so no one cares. Um, yeah, I was actually born in San Francisco, so I've always spiritually been a California girl, but I went to UC Santa Barbara and that's only like an hour, hour and a half North of Los Angeles. So that's why I moved to LA, which was a huge surprise even to me because in Seattle, the whole thing, it's just like San Francisco. We all hate LA, but (laughs) no one, no one knows why though. So when I moved here, I was like, oh, actually, this city is just very, very, very cool. And most people who hate it have maybe, like, stayed one night at the LAX Sheraton or something and think they know L.A. So They try to drive funny. around. The, the driving, whenever, yeah, whenever I visit, it's always, like, I love everything I'm doing, but any, I'm going anywhere, it's 45 minutes. Like, oh, I'm getting groceries, 45 minutes. Like, yep. Yeah, everyone plans their day around the, the commute to and from places. So. Yeah, it's but, just because it's spread out so much, it's, mm-hmm. and there's no public transportation. No, well, there is, but it's not the right. uh, most intuitive system. Mm. So Okay, so you stayed on for journalism, and uh, so it's podcasting, I think, is not your full-time gig. It's a side well, project actually, for you? I, I quit my full-time job in October, and um, now I'm just trying to make something of myself on my, my own. <laughs> it's going okay. <laughs> and doing, but you're doing like freelance, like food journalism and stuff like that. Is is the is the big like 
part of what you're yep. doing, right? Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I well, do. You're in the right, you're so in the right city to be doing that, that's for sure. So what is, what is your have... ultimate goal? What's your world world domination plan? Well, I mean, you're right. It is world domination. I don't really care how I get there. I just need for it to happen. <laughs> I see. Yeah. First food, then the world. Well, everybody eats, right? So I figured that was like a really good way to get everyone's attention. If I talk about something that everybody likes, then I can slowly just mind control them. <laughs> okay. Control the breath. Control you have, the world. You do have like the <laughs> yeah. soothing tone, the soothing tones of like a computer that would like, you know, take over, take over someone's brain. Sort of like I do have to remember my intonation. The only negative comments I've gotten on my podcast is that my co-host and I sound like stupid valley girls. So excuse me. <laughs> you're a little what's too, that? You're a, a little too LA. There's that right. whole nasal. What's the nasal thing? What's that? Vocal there's like fry. a yes. What's it called? Vocal fry. Yes. Vocal fry. And people go ape shit about it. It's like yeah, it's I a whole thing. It. Yeah. Um. Like a lot of the people. A lot of people they have on. Um. Like NPR. Um. Like all, all, like not all things considered. What am I thinking of? Like, there's, a, it's sort of, it's sort of like a younger. It's usually associated with female younger voices women. and younger women, and it's actually very misogynistic to say you hate vocal fry, et cetera, et cetera. But people don't like it because it's the Kardashians only speak in vocal fry, so it's associated with uh, non-thinkers. <laughs> right. I see. But there are some very prominent, like, act well done you know bloggers and uh, oh the girl the girl that does cereal is the one that's that's what i was thinking of is mm. the is not girl woman sorry i apologize um the woman that does cereal you massage yes i'm terrible um <laughs> i'll beat him after this is over don't worry yeah um but yeah that she's associated with that i think is one of the bigger ones that sarah Keenan? i think so i remember i think i was hearing something about that that she had a bit of vocal fry into mm. her i've um, never heard of this but yeah, look it up. It's actually kind of interesting to read about. You'd recognize it. You would recognize Vocal Fry if you heard it. Like, <laughs> oh. that's just called uh, Valley Girl. Yeah, but there's like a there's there's the like there's a part of the. It's a very nasally like tone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, but yes, you're, your word that is it. that is not that is not something your podcast is suffering from. It is it is suffering from increasing my caloric intake because you make me hungry whenever I listen. <laughs> to I know, I know, <laughs> it happened. <laughs> I think what it's like for me to research every episode. The one that killed me is next week's is breakfast cereal, and that one I was starving the entire oh. time I was researching. Oh my god! What what's uh, give us a little bit of a preview? Like yeah, that one's bad because you you actually had access to it. To like all of them, right? Right. So, right. Like, hmm, I can well, just go to the grocery store and get them all to research. Yeah. This one is actually kind of funny because I the history of it is like all about people who are afraid of masturbation. So that one it gets. All oh right, yeah. Cornflakes are an anti-masturbatory. Yeah. What? That's exactly. how they because yeah, they would spread it on the bed. Yeah. What? And that's yeah, how they got it, frosted flakes. That's how they got frosted flakes yeah, with what it didn't work. Hated masturbation. <laughs> he created yeah. br- he created bland food. To uh, not stimulate and th- to not overstimulate the body. No, 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 no. It was to be spread on the bed. It would like crinkle if you were jerking it. Like it was, like literally <laughs> okay, was a thing. Okay, that's bullshit. That's, that's not true. Come on, that's true. <laughs> no. And the frosted flakes are the result of it not working. Frosted flakes. Yeah, well, it didn't work. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop, baby. <laughs> 
my my favorite was the the childhood serials of my of my youth, like where they you could just tell they were like fuck it, like whatever the kids leak because count like, chocolate, yeah, or like cookie crisp. It's just cookies and cereal. Like I am sold. Like yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's just break up. Uh, let's just, let's just break, we'll just right. So up is there like a, a super ridiculous cereal that you found besides cookie crisp? <laughs> Super ridiculous. Oh, um, no, just the fact that they actually used to have sugar in the name and the fact that they were sugared up was a selling point because uh, it was marketed as it gives kids energy, which is wild to think about now that that was a marketing plus. Mm. Yeah, I mean, between like the lead paint and all kinds of other stuff that was going on, it's kind of a wonder that our like our grandparents lived. Like when you really yeah. your child it. suffering from asbestos? <laughs> well, don't worry, we've got sugar up cereal for right. <laughs> After you give them their shot of morning bourbon, send them <laughs> on to their sugar cereal <laughs> and their smack of kids, their pack of kid smokes. <laughs> Are they still sleeping from the whiskey you gave them last night? Well, give them some sugar cereal. <laughs> Ah, uh, the good old days. Oh, yes. Ronald Reagan's America. <sighs> well, anyway, uh, this has already gone off the rails, so, oh, you know, <laughs> welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, everyone. Uh, and, uh, again, Catherine, thank you very much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. Everyone, please go uh, go subscribe to How It Got In Your Mouth. Uh, it is definitely worth your time uh, and should be in your podcast rotation, that's for sure. Catherine Spires, everybody, soon to be queen of the world. Yes. <laughs> Just remember that when you do take over, who was nice to you during your ascent? Okay. Yes, right. spare us. Yeah, please. Okay, I will. All right, that, that's good. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank Thanks you so much, much. Catherine. Oh, thank you. Bye. 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 All right. Let's dig in on the Nintendo Fun Club news now. Did we officially announce right, uh, ourselves? You did I not. Did. Ben skipped, uh, <laughs> skipped Mike. Yes. I didn't? You totally did not give him a gap. You're like, blah, 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 blah. Here's John. Blah, 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 blah. We have, we have Mike and Catherine. And like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I felt Mike's like Canadian angst like bouncing around inside. <laughs> Something has not been I completed. Knew had, like, I knew she only had like 15 minutes. I wanted to get it. Okay. the intro as fast as possible. Well, hello, Mike. Hi. Yep, and uh, we're doing the... This is our 15th issue, but it is a supplemental issue because, again, there was a strategy guide released. I believe it was Ninja Gaiden 2. So instead of getting that as your 15th issue of Playing With Power, you will be getting another Nintendo Fun Club double bill. This one bah, will bah, be bah. fall of 1987. And what's the next one? Uh, is it winter? I don't even know. I have a, it's got fine. Stay tuned and find out. It's got Mike Tyson on the front of it. I know that winter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, it, screw winter. Tyson is coming. Yeah. Uh, just a, a housekeeping note for everybody. We're going to be trying out a new format. So at the end of this fun club news, we're going to be taking a short break and uh, then we'll be coming back. And so th- you'll hear these uh, in two separate uh, podcast episodes, but we will be recording them one right after the other. Yeah, go- going for going forward, these will be released in more manageable time chunks. So you- we're still going to be doing the same amount of content. Don't you don't you worry your pretty little heads. It's still going to be all the awesome. Uh, we're just going to be doing 
um, a little bit shorter uh, total time blocks so that it's a little more manageable and, and we'll probably just be releasing two a week as, uh, moving yeah. forward. Yeah, more manageable for you more often. So. Yes. Translation, we need pee breaks in the middle of these. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. so we will. you will still get your same dose of power. We're just going to be spreading it out a bit, kind of like Ritalin. So instead of mm-hmm. like being zonked out in the classroom, now you can be kind of like, all right, now, now, now there's enough power for you to focus on without getting inattentive or sluggish or hyper or whatever. It's just the right amount of dosage. All right. Well, so let's get into the fall 1987 issue which of the Fun Club News, uh, which is for uh, The Legend of Zelda is the cover game. Brought to you by Tony B. Yeah, Tony B. Who signed his name at the top. <laughs> In the scanned version that we have, for some reason. It would have been nice if it was Tony J, because then it'd be like, hey, it was the guy that was the voice of Megabyte. <laughs> but I doubt it. All right. So what? anything to say about this cover here? It's a beautiful cover of uh, Link with a scowl on his face, direct well, from the manual. That's not Zelda? That, that Oh, that, that's right. What? You want to get the... Like, the nerd people angry, or, like, you call Link Zelda? <laughs> that's, why would you say that's Zelda? The like okay, the whole thing is like non gamers see that and like, oh it's Zelda. Oh I see. Because they don't realize that it's Link. <laughs> Alright, never mind. I failed as usual. <laughs> so Yeah, you see Link, an illustration from the uh manual and uh a, a sort of an illustration of um Hyrule in the background. It's a nice image with the logo in front. Yep. It's been not a whole lot else I have to say about the cover. No, it's pretty. It's, uh, it's in color. It's in full color, which is the first time I've seen for a Fun yeah. Club news. It's an accurate representation of Hyrule because Link is the uh, only one alive. Once again, <laughs> the, uh, it's a, a dead, There's no other humans? It's a dead wasteland. Link is... That uh, was... He's the last child of a dead world. <laughs> well, he's killed everyone. Well, yes, because... Yeah, we... If you mention, if you remember the uh, first issue we saw covering Zelda, there are no villages, there are no lands, there are no peoples, just a couple of like just the last vestiges of humanity which have withered in caves, and they can't even leave. <laughs> so the old just, dudes, like, yeah, it's just old dudes and maybe like an old lady, and you know you got to give the old man credit. Like there's one stage, uh, one part where you have to give the uh, the old man's letter to the old woman. So, you know, right. even in this age, like, you know, old guys are still players. Like, you know, <laughs> what, you know what's in that letter. It ain't a recipe for friggin' gummy berry juice. What's in that letter, then? Well, you know, he's letting her know, like, yeah, I'm digging what's under your shawl. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? I'd like to see what's under that muumuu. All right, so uh, let's well, I, move on I, I to... I want to have some Game of Thrones action going on. All right, just don't take off your necklace. Why, was the best part. She instantly went from no beer to maybe two barrels, and then I could, maybe I'd consider it. <laughs> I guess someone posted a thing today. It was like from season uh, four, where she was in a bathtub without it, without mm, the necklace yeah. on. 
we're totally spoiler alert, by the way. But I guess you know if you don't know what we're talking about, you won't really be spoiled. So good luck. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess the 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 way that it's being described is she still had her faith at that point in time. So like her uh, like the other thing I've her. heard is that uh, the wife was her name Shanae. Shanae. Yeah, she knew what she looked like, and it didn't bother her. So you're kind of seeing her through your, her eyes kind of thing. All right. Well, I like whatever version she doesn't look the way that she looked in the <laughs> recent episode. All I know is the actress is real, and so are her breasts. <laughs> so. Huzzah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving on. Our next page is Taito. Bring out the hero in you. And I only yes. said it because there's an Asian guy in the cover. <laughs> the Legend of Kage and Elevator Action. Don't know why you're. I think uh, it's Cage. I think it's Legend of Cage, by the way. Uh, I don't see Nick on the cover of it, so no. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys, <laughs> I'm totally having an adventure. Uh, just what was that long, movie? Just as long as there's no bees, I'm fine. What was that? That vampire? Vampire's kiss. Vampire, oh, kiss of the if vampire. you want to. Oh, no, Vampire's Kiss. That's... If you ever want to ruin bad movie night, watch Vampire's Kiss. There by you the go. Way. Yeah, I think we had like six months off after that one. It was uh, it stuck with you, and not in the good prolifically way. Prolifically horrible. Ele- yeah, elevator action. That looks like a terrible game. Like, oh, uh, guys. <laughs> okay, so we're looking at four illustrations here of four games from Taito American Corporation: Elevator Action, Legend of Cage, Arachnoid, and Renegade. So, Arachnoid's basically Breakout is ba- is pretty much what I'm gathering. From. Yes, okay. Elevator Action is a guy in a trench coat holding a uh, six shooter, and, and, holding uh, a folder called Top Secret, and he's like anxiously looking at the elevator. So apparently, <laughs> he's in he's being pursued. Yeah, apparently it's a game of strategic elevator elevator riding. That <laughs> sounds. Awesome. Uh, I'd rather make out with my grandma. And then uh, Renegade looks like some uh, rough trade action. <laughs> uh, got a you got a dude wearing a uh, headband, Rambo headband, in uh, all green, sort of military fatigues, holding a chain, and uh, having two uh, uh, what you call bracelets, iron yep. bracelets. Yep. He's One of the guy. chains is wrapped around uh, the other dude. Who is wearing a vest, a brown vest with a skull on the back of it, wearing apparently blue jeans with a red bandana around one knee, wielding a baseball bat. I don't even know who the bad guy in this image is. I'm I'm gonna guess the bad guy's the guy with the skull. It but... looks like foreplay to me. Yeah. 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 I mean like the even And then uh there's Arkanoid. You said like Arachnoid before, and I don't want to deceive anybody. There's no cool Oh, it is Arkanoid. Yeah. There's no cool Damn spiders it. in this. It is just breakout. Yes. And then Legend of Cage, which is Nick Cage as a samurai in drag. Holding literally a green sword. Yeah, it's like a jade jade sword. The jade dragon tiny sword. Mm-hmm. Jade jade dagger. Like the jade butter knife. The jade butter knife. <laughs> so. Any hoozle. And, uh, and, uh, and then the next yeah. page, the prez says. Uh-oh. The game is challenge. So Catherine's message. gone now, so we can be mean to Howard again, right? Huzzah! By Howard Phillips. Boo! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> howie, 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 howie! How we do it? <laughs> All right. I bet that's I bet that's the name of his rock video. This is how we do it. Oh, oh man! I can only hope. I can this only hope. This is how we do it. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> He's basically just telling you about the fun club here. Seattle Thanks for writing in. Seattle games we got are the like NASA nobody advantage. does. Nobody does. And then he's talking about the games have passwords now, and he, he goes through what's going to be in the issue. issue. So we're back to our uh, black, ten, white, have, and pink. We have print ten, as well. ten Ganon winners, so ten people have beaten Ganon, uh, according to uh, Great Leader Howie. <laughs> All right, Hitler cop. <laughs> look, oh look, there is a Hitler cop on the right side of this, and he's giving it to you know Gumshoe. Dick Tracy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, well, he does have a big nose, so I guess he's uh, got him on suspicion well, no, of being Jewish. No, no, no. <laughs> you, can sm- you can smell out the caper. There All you right. go. All right, next up, we've got okay, now that we've sort of a... Semiti- <laughs> now, that we- now that we've covered Semitism Junction... We, the Semitism quota has and been that anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic joke was brought to us by Rosenberg's Deli, everyone. <laughs> try, try the pastrami, it's delicious. And call your mother. Mm. Next up, we've got an advertisement for Metroid. Mm-hmm. It's asking you about Metroid, essentially. And it's got an interesting illustration of uh, what appears to be the uh, hero of Metroid, Samus, but is a terrible illustration. She looks like it a, looks like a, a Meyer lurk from Fallout. Yeah, it's got like crab it. feet, crab arms. Yeah, I don't know. And Almost do I, looks like one of those uh, robots from uh, She-Ra. And it looks like she's scratching her leg with her foot. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah, but it's kind of just it's kind of going through the different. They've got an av- advertisement at the bottom of it advertising uh, password packs. Yeah. One of the most exciting features of our newest games, Metroid and Kid Icarus, is the pass- quote, password. This lets you mark your place in the game. You can come back and start where you left off next day, next week, next year. Which I think is interesting considering they just advertised the game save feature of Zelda in the previous <laughs> issue. Yeah. It's like, ah, why bother giving a battery pack backup when they can write down a uh, 32 uh, character hash code. Yeah, let's just write let's just teach all these kids hexadecimal. And then let's see we have an ad here for Data East games which uh Burger Time, that's that's definitely a solid game. That's a game I've heard of, yes. I remember playing that for the uh for the Coleco. Yep, tag team wrestling and karate champ, which is has to be uh, on the shoulders of Karate Kid, uh, the movie. What, uh, did Karate same. Kid come out in '87 or to the Googles? <laughs> oh no! I like the. Uh, it says like the Maru Mari lets you curl up into a ball and roll through tight spots. They didn't even call it the Morph Ball, which like Maru Mari sounds like a, a like a fancy Japanese form of suicide. <laughs> it's like that that forest where they all go to commit suicide. <laughs> the Okiko uh, Forest. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Karate Kid was eighty four. Eighty four, by the way. So this is post Karate Kid. So oh, definitely. So, oh snap! Definitely Mr. Miyagi. They should have gone with Karate Child. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Yep. Right. Kung Fu Child. Totally not the Karate Kid. All right, but pretty much everyone knows Kung Metroid. Kid, yeah. Pretty you much just, everyone knows Metroid. Ta- you get taught martial arts by Mr. Miyamoto. He teaches I'll you take how, to, how, to, how, to jump on, how to jump on your enemies' heads. 
Who is Pat Morita? <laughs> <laughs> the Chinaman peed on my rug. Please. And Chinaman just... is not the preferred, preferred nomenclature. <laughs> and it's the really tied the room together. together. <laughs> I love that movie so goddamn much. All right, okay. Let's move forward. Yeah, yeah. Metroid, tough game as a child, especially. Um, hey, fun watching got, the speed runs. We yeah. got actual screenshots here in color, no less. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. They didn't have to redraw them. Yeah, and then we uh, and look at look at Samus's like uh, chaunch vent going on. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty good. A what? Chaunch. <laughs> Oh, she's got like a vented vagina. <laughs> what do you suit. call it? Why are you going to chaunch? Chaunch vent. You could have called it a cooch vent, and I would have been like, "Oh, yeah. okay." At least I would have known where to look. That look at she's got she's got like the uh, she's got like a JJ Abrams. Uh, she's got this JJ Abrams uh, lens flare right there on on the vid. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. She's got Jordy LaForge's visor on her cooch. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or the largest zipper I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> well, it's got to it's got to go from front to back so that if she has to evacuate or you know on the spot, then you know you don't have to you know take off, slide down the pants or anything. So I suppose it's a necessity, but re- they went really graphic on it. They did. So, so then we got another ad. Two uh, pa- capsules on her hips. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's going. on. Yeah. She never shot anything from her friggin' hips, like. I don't know, I guess they're feminine hygiene products or something. <laughs> the oh, tampon dispensers. For the military for the military marauder on the go. Now, yes. you, can, now you, can have an, you can have an active combat lifestyle and still have time to be a woman. Now those are the eggs. The eggs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh god. All right. on, on the right. Her, what's on her legs? It looks like some shiny like, like lace, like 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 frost things? or something. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of frostbite. Yeah. I don't know. It's just all kinds of messed up. I like the uh, battle damage on the shoulder and the left arm. Yeah, she's got some, like, yeah. And on the sweet, gun. Sweet it damage. Really, it's a nice uh, it really gives detail a, there. It really gives away the fact that she's a woman. Now that, she, now that in this picture, you can definitely see yeah. her under hips and the breastplate. Like, it's like, not a I'm pretty surprise hot. here, but, you know, Your still hips. pretty, pretty Your thighs have got me hypnotized. I'm a little bit hard. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Does that make me weird? But, yeah. Yeah. You're almost as hard as her suit. <laughs> All right, another ad for Data East, which is weird. Like, would you write into the... Like, they put their company address. Like, I want to buy the games direct from you. Like, I don't quite understand, like, that whole point. But, all right. Well, uh, maybe if you want to write out... They didn't have a website back then, so I guess you did just call them up and be like, hey, can you send me some freaking games? Yeah. In San Jose, so they're advertising Karate Champ. I can't see what that one... Burger Time, Karnov, Breakthrough, Ragtime. Kid... Tag Ricky, tag team, Kid Nikki, Ring and Ring King, Ring King, which is definitely not the that's the Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, you know, competitor to the poor man's punch uh, out. Yes, exactly. Carnot was good. Mm. So next like a we, like uh, a chubby uh, Asian man spitting out uh, fireballs. Looking <laughs> you not love, you know. Now we're on to Kid Icarus. A scrappy kid and complex play keeps you moving fast. You know, that last line, keeps you moving fast, should be like for Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> That's a laxative advertisement. Can we talk about the bottom right here? Yeah, well, of course your eye goes to Medusa. Like it, There yeah, is I... apparently... Oh, no. This it's, a, <laughs> it's like okay. a one-eyed Medusa kind of thing. 
with like four snakes coming out of the back of their head. But there is also a blonde wig clearly on this creature that has one giant eye licking their lips. But this thing also has, clearly has breasts and is wearing a giant muumuu. Yeah, so it's like Medusa's mom. Yeah, I'm not hard anymore, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, the first three snakes were cute, but that last one with its mouth open was just so desperate. Like that's a bonus. Looking right at there. I think that I think it might have a pacifier. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I like. <laughs> she has newborn hair. Oh god. Still, why is she right. a cyclops? I mean, being a Medusa is one thing, but being a Medusa cyclops ogre, I, like I think, is, if you just combine all the myth- mythological creatures into one, it's just she, she's like more a, she's like a prettier version of Honey Boo Boo's mom. <laughs> she's a man eater. Uh, and then in the uh, insert here, you've got a advertisement for the Panic Submersion, which apparently is also called Squoon. Scoon. Scoon? Yeah. For more information and order and contact your local Scoon dealer. Mayday, mayday. Neptunians have evaded the Earth. They're melting the ice caps and the continents are sinking. Take Scoon and defeat the aliens to restore peace to the Earth. This is a video game? It looks like an advertisement for like a backyard water pistol or something. That's the plot for Day After Tomorrow, I think. <laughs> I know, Looks like, like a creature from the Black Lagoon meets like a submarine game meets Jaws. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's bad two pictures. random kids in a swimming pool. Bad pictures of kids like you can't tell if they're scared if they're trying to creep you out or if they're scared at what they're seeing. Like, I, I yeah, it know. feels what, it feels. What are they trying to elicit in their? Uh, it feels more like an ad for like a pool noodle than it does. Yeah, a video this is game. Like a backyard water game, not a video game. Yeah. Like yeah, I, like like one of those rockets that you stomp on the thing and it like sh- like the water rockets that you stomp on the 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 bag and it like shoots the rocket up. You ever play it with those? I, I guess I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm disturbed by the concept of a local schoon dealer. Like, yeah. so like a shady guy. <laughs> I'm gonna go to my I'm gonna go to my scope my man my schoon dealer. Yeah. Oh, oh hey kid, that's some good schoon right you look there. Like you could use some schoon. Yeah. I don't know yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. You don't have to. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's enough for that page. The next page. Next uh, up. Continues talking about the kid Icarus. And I love the, uh, like, you have to get, like, sacred treasures, the mirror shield, light arrows, wings of the Pegasus. And then you get other special ancient Greek weapons, such as the mallet, angel's feather, the credit card, <laughs> the pencil, and the check sheet. <laughs> Are you, like, kid accountant? I thought you were a freaking warrior. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. The know. check sheet. <laughs> what the hell? Gotta, you got to maintain a balanced budget when you're going through. That is you so know, weird. I, don't, best, I never played way to destroy that kid I didn't realize that that was part of that game. Like The best way to destroy a corrupted empire? Attack the pocketbook. An empire oh. marches on its oh. wallet. Spend, baby, spend. Ugh. Hint, hint, find the credit card in a treasure chamber and you can buy something even if you don't have any money. So it just breaks the game? Is that the way? Like, <laughs> I guess. And that's how you, de- that's how you defeat their, uh, their economy with a, mor- with a mortgage crisis. You just went on a spending <laughs> spree with a credit card and just botched it. You were never going to pay back. And you cripple the so, economy. 
what you're saying is Kid Icarus like like was uh, predicted the uh, 2008 credit <laughs> default swap scandal by like 20 years. He's a Wall Street Probably. trader in training. <laughs> there you go. All right. Anything else there, Mike? You well, see, we get to see uh, Link talking to this really old looking bird woman. Birdman. And, that's a that's a beak, all right. Yeah, that's not a that's not like an old woman hook nose. Like like even Hitler would look at that and be like, "Come on!" Like I mean, like that that's beyond you. Come on. So I don't know what the hell like this bird person is, but you know, Link's like uh, I don't know, like he's trying to give her water or something, which is which is ridiculous because you're in a you're in a dying world. Just let her go. <laughs> but it says like, it's, it's supposed a, to be Impa, right? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Zelda's nanny. Impa, you never get to see Impa in the game, unless she's just like anonymous, nanny, yeah. unless she's like anonymous old woman getting that booty call letter in the cave. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, I like how they say like it's a difficult and hazardous mission to mission to destroy Ganon, the mystery shrouded villain of the Legend of Zelda. Well, yeah, it's a mystery because no one talks in this game. <laughs> yeah, there's everything's not much a friggin' mystery. Where did the people go? Who the hell is Ganon? <laughs> he doesn't have a backstory. He's just another boss that you fight. Like, there's no narrative in that game. It's a, it's a good game, but yeah. you know they're just trying to like prop up this mythology that they, that the game just doesn't deliver. Um, um let's see else? what else we have an ad here for the sequel to Pitfall. I'm assuming I never played this game. Super uh, Pitfall, <laughs> another super game for the not Super Nintendo. That's right. But this is well before, this is five years before Super Nintendo, so I'm willing to give them a little more of a pass. Right. Over 270 screens of nonstop action and danger make up the adventure as Harry searches for gold. Yep. All right. That's not uh-huh. bad. Pro's Corner? Hose Corner. Hose Corner. Hose Corner. I like the, uh, they did give out uh, some good tips, like for The Legend of Zelda. Where you freeze mm-hmm. the first ghost if you're uh if you ever go through the graveyard, there's mm-hmm. uh, several tombstones you can touch and try to move, and if you do it'll bring out ghosts. And with this you uh hit one ghost, freeze him with the boomerang, touch the other tombstones, and more will appear. You beat the frozen ghost and all the other ghosts will die with him. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. And uh one thing when I was playing, I was uh like, I wasn't sure if there was another save option besides dying. So I found this called the fast end option. And it says, here's if your dinner's on the table and you want to save your game pronto, here's how. On the overworld subscreen, press up and A simultaneously on the second controller to go to the game over screen. So that's crazy. Or if you want to just destroy your brother, like as he's playing, that would be the other. In, in, in typical <laughs> Japanese fashion, suicide is an acceptable answer. <laughs> it's like the uh the mode alpha s on the um the old ti 80s like the ti calculators the graphic calculators you ever mm-hmm. play around with that so if you have one of the did, did you have the graphing calculators in high school mike no they just like, okay. didn't allow us to they, they were i was in part of the school that was just like you know you're gonna have to learn to think without calculators because like you you'll never be able to walk around with a calculator in your pocket See, in America, we don't care. So, um, yeah, they gave us the graphing calculators. And um, by the time uh, Ben and I were going through high school, they had the um, 
you know, the TI-80, 83s and 85s and 86s or whatever it was, and uh, had onboard memory so you could load games and you could, like, put in, you know, stuff for your... You know, obviously on a history test you couldn't have out your calculator, but I mean you could put in a moderate amount of text for anything that you needed, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. math wise. All those formulas you had to memorize. Yeah, stick those in the uh, code of some game that you that you put in. So what people didn't realize was, um, you, you know, like you obviously if you got busted with that, you were really screwed. So. If the teacher was about to take your calculator away, if you hit mode alpha S on one of those old TI calculators, it puts it into a self-test mode that erases the memory. <laughs> so it's like the suicide pill for the... Uh, <laughs> like, Never tell if you. If I'm going down, hurt. you're not getting any of the evidence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I guess it's completely it's useless a now. capsule. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically is. I mean, it, it's only there so that if you send it into text instruments, they can, like test the calculator to see if there's like a diagnostic problem, but it serves the purpose of completely erasing the calculator if, if need be. So. <laughs> Throw the evidence. That's cool. There you go, kids. You know. uh, if you want to talk about Metroid, that's uh, okay, but I want to talk about the Super Mario Brothers Minus Worlds. Where are you? Yeah, We haven't been able that. to get past World Minus One, but we think the Minus Worlds are out there. So they're, they're fucking teasing us again. Like, yeah. hey, there's other Minus Worlds out there, but we're not going to tell you how to get them. Like, just fucking teasing us. This is just like the wildest of goose chases. Yeah, I, have you looked into anything about all that minus world stuff? Like how far they've gotten with that, uh, like with the modern emulators and things like that. Didn't I already get into? Didn't I already get into that? A little bit, a little we bit. We talked yeah. about there. Like there are three other minus worlds out there, but mm -hmm. you're only able to access them with a game level editor, and all you have to do is put a flag. In the minus in in the minus one world, mm. and if you do that, then it will allow you to uh, trip the flag to get to the next game, the next level. And those right. have their own end states, which are the axes on the bridge. And you beat the first two, so minus worlds two and three, which are just uh, levels with lots of fire uh, things. Like it's like it's like a hell level. And then, you <laughs> and then when you start the fourth. Minus world, it just runs out of game, and you're at a black screen. Right. So they're teasing you about these games that you need to friggin' manipulate the code on the cartridge to get it. Right. Which is kind of <laughs> so, evil to like sort of this, hint to kids that they can, and then you can't. I don't know. And in this know. world, only Howard has the the magical computer that can get games on a not Nintendo device. Mm -hmm. So let's see what else. Let's uh, talk about this advertisement in the middle. Beat it if you can. <laughs> Inside your mighty bomb jack game pack is a map for conquest. A map for winning, but we didn't show everything. It's up to you to uncover the rest. For four possible endings in this exciting game. For mighty bomb jack, whatever the hell it is. I've never heard of it in my life. Starring... Maybe it's like Bomberman? It doesn't look coming like soon. It. Okay, I thought it was starring. Coming soon, Star Force, which I also have not heard of. Yeah, I don't think Tecmo did too well with these. It looks like a devil version of a platformer version of uh, Bomberman. Yeah. Next up is members' tips. It's uh, These are tips sent in by actual members of the Fun Club. Let's take a look here. Yep, if you stomp on a Goomba and wait until you see his feet stick out, kick him at the last second, you'll get a thousand points. So that's like being the dick move, where you just, you're just... This is like the first instance of spawn camping. 
just that's like in American History X when they bite the curb, but like in video game form, they mm. <laughs> just curb stomp a Koopa. Yeah, push a Koopa Troopa shell into a Potaboo for five hundred points. I never heard of a Potaboo. Potaboo? The hell is that? I think they're in the projects. <laughs> what? Watch out, man! You're in Potaboo territory. Yeah, man. That's they, don't fuck, they don't fuck around, Wrong. man. You see the tags, you know you win the shit. <laughs> is that uh, Oildale, California? Is that what that is? Oildale. <laughs> uh, Look at Mario's smug face as he's standing on top of two uh, two Goombas. Two there. gray Goombas wearing gray uh, <laughs> mitten. <All> right. <laughs> I think they're. Uh, I think the Potaboo must be the. Uh, it can't be a Hammer Brothers, and it couldn't be the. Uh, maybe it's what the Cheap Cheeps were called before they uh, called them. Before they just retconned them and called them Cheap Cheeps. <laughs> you know the fish. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Potaboo. Potaboo. Uh, could it have been? No, couldn't have been like the uh, like the fireballs that jump out of the cave. But you know, there's no turtle. Oh, that's weird. What's that horror movie that sounds kind of like that? The starts with a B. Uh, oh, whatever. Uh, I'll think of it. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like recent, like last last recent? couple of years. The Babadook. Babadook. Yeah, there you go. That's what it sounds like. The Babadook. The Babadook. It's uh, Australian, right? Yeah, it is an Australian the Babadook. Movie. Okay, so okay. We, uh, we saw the sneak peek for uh, Mike's Punch Out. And uh, they didn't mention King Hippo for some reason, even though he's one of the more iconic characters. Yeah. And then Rad Flashing Future yeah. Turbo. Speed yeah, it's kind of weird. They say there's six. There's six characters, but I know there's more in Punch Out. Yeah, Glass Joe, Ball Bull, Sandman, Macho Man, Great Tiger. There's also King Hippo and Soda Popinski. That's at least eight. And then there's Iron Mike himself. Nine. But, uh, yeah, they must be keeping them as a quote surprise. And then there's Honda. We even get to see the pictures of them Don Flamenco, Honda, King Hippo, Von Kaiser. So that's like 10 right there. Mr. Sandman, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, whatever. Maybe the game was still in development when this was, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we get, uh, the next is on page 12 is The Legend of Zelda. We finally get an overworld map, which is pretty in depth and helpful. But being Nintendo Power, they had to screw you and cheap out on some important stuff. And in that is the magical sword where it says, He gives you if only. <laughs> you know, and you know, I'll help you out. The answer is twelve. You have to have to, you have to have twelve <laughs> hearts. <laughs> but not that they're gonna tell you. Your buddy Mike has yeah. to look out for you. And reading this map, it's kind of like going to Greece. Like, I don't know exactly what's going on. There's just symbols everywhere. Like, like that's an, there's an upside-down panda bear. Maybe that means falafel. I don't know. <laughs> and, and you can only have 250 bucks in your wallet at best. So, you know, the economy is yet. So, you know, it is. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like going to Greece. Yeah. Bunch of old men in caves and togas waiting to, you know, telling you to take this. But you don't know if it's a sword or if it's just their dong that they painted as a sword. <laughs> Lovely. I don't want to go to your Greece. I, I I like my Greece better than your Greece, Mike. <laughs> Where they celebrate right. Spanakopita? Uh, the, my I actually I my trip to Greece it was uh, in high school, 
and uh, that week we were the U.S. was bombing Kosovo. So it was like the weirdest week. Like for uh, there were all these protests in the middle of the street. Like people would marching with pictures of Bill Clinton throwing bombs. Like they looked like Godzilla was throwing. Hey wow. everybody, I'm an American. Welcome me to your country. Oh shit. Yeah, and so we were Canadian for the week. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> How about that hockey tournament, eh? <laughs> I love our healthcare, you social social healthcare. It's how greatest. About, how about that uh, Kosovo situation, eh? Yeah, man, yeah, those, those Americans. Americans. Those Americans. Yeah, those Americans. Uh, <laughs> next is family fun fitness with some choice pictures. Holy oh, shit! Oh. oh my god, this kid—he's got That's his hands fit. up in the air like his video, like his TV is holding him up. White lives matter. <laughs> White lives. Oh. <laughs> and then can we talk about there's a, this there's game a dark tunnel called Dark Tunnel <laughs> and Hop a Log? This is definitely family fun fitness out of out of Kentucky. Dark yeah. Tunnel. Oh this kid's like he's hopping on a log with one arm and. It's like he's like going like, oh, 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 oh I'm falling back. Ah, ah. I, I want to travel back in time just to punch this kid in the face. Like, oh, so this is, I thought this was the power pad, but it's not. No, it's like an off-brand power pad. It's a special version by Bandai that was made, I guess, just for this game. Contains a control man and athletic world game pack. So it's a special game. It's a special mat. Has different number of buttons. It's got A and B in the center, one on the left of it, one on the right, two top, two bottom. It looks like a start is in the middle of it. I, I guess it's hard to tell. It looks like it would give you cancer from using it. That's <laughs> it. Looks like there. a more complex dance dance revolution. Th- this, yeah. this kid is either dead or thanks to this mat, he is fucking buff. So like, he is. Dead, let's talk about or he's swole. He's, he's got. Very much 80s clothing on. He's wearing a uh, red tank top, short, 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 yellow shorts. He looks and, kind uh, of like the younger brother and Malcolm in the Middle. Nearly uh, knee-high uh, socks. Yep. So it's, it's a hot look. What yeah. he's got going on. Yeah. And this game has apparently five modes to it. Hurdles, Animal Trail, Dark Tunnel, Hop Log, and Rafting. And... They all sound terrible. How do, how yeah. do you how do you raft <laughs> with your feet? I love how the uh, he's got his uh, television on this uh, portable tray with type towels. thing, and on the bottom of it he's got two towels. Yeah, to, to, so, like he's to got to get. Down. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, yeah. The, the all, puke all that, that jumping is going to make a kid sweat. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, well, one of them might be right. for wiping off, and the other one might be a skeet blanket. For all we know. Like, yeah, why is this one so hard? You're like. Cracks it like as he hits it on the floor, <laughs> uh, like the one sock at the bottom of the hamper. <laughs> uh, you could like hammer a nail with that thing. <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't shatter, yeah. uh, the dog's always trying to chew on it. <laughs> you don't right, want next to, page. You don't want him to acquire taste for that. <laughs> Other, otherwise, those wet dreams you're having might just be Fido like, on tap. <laughs> Bad Fido, no grundles. <laughs> no, not when I'm awake. At least if I'm asleep, it's plausible deniability. Only if there's peanut butter That's on there. Right. 
<laughs> if you're gonna do it, you at least get peanut butter. Alright. Oh, we've ended up sleeping. the dog molestation part of our show. Playing with power. Playing with power. But brought to you by Kibbles and Bits. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Right. Next happens? up we talk about what happens when Link grows up. We have a new game. Follow Live through older. his puberty years. Yeah. I know. As right. he discovers himself. Yeah. The greatest adventure. <laughs> it, it'll, <laughs> have to, it'll have to be himself because once again he's in a dead world. Or well, actually, like this well, is one of our one, he actually has a population in this game. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hyrule isn't big on population, it's just big on like dictators and castles. They have this is like the most population they have like any Zelda game, I want to say. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, this one has like what, two or three villages? So you know the population has <laughs> I, I guess like they didn't die off, they just all moved away. Like I don't know, maybe maybe Link is like the uh, the Irish or something, and as soon as he moved, <laughs> there's like a potato they, famine. They all, they all took off. Yeah, yeah. No, all so, right. like as soon as he came in, they're just like all oh, those friggin' mix that goes to the neighborhood. Like look at him wearing <laughs> all that green. You just know our That's property like, value is going to tank. That reminds me of my favorite Irish joke. How many potatoes does it take to kill an Irishman? None. None of them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. No. All right. Down below, they talk about pro pro am racing. Yeah, which pro-am actually racing. is pretty good. That game, I remember it playing is. that. And then they've got another Data East commercial on the right for the same game. For the same flipping game. No, that one we couldn't tell is Kid Nicky. Apparently, a rad and bad punk dude is out to rescue his girlfriend from the clutches of the Stone Wizard. Is his girlfriend a dude? I think it's Nicky uh, Minaj. <laughs> all right we have high scores again oh <laughs> yeah but and let's talk about how how much it would suck being philip chan by the way <laughs> with the uh, just shy of uh, everybody else just on uh, super mario brothers Nine hundred and forty thousand <laughs> yeah. points short yeah oh. of everyone else that had the score He's still better than Jim Leonard, but you know, being Chen, I'm pretty sure like he he was like he's driven with that overachieving family. So you know, like Clive Wong, he got the maximum score. What's wrong with you, Chan? You're just not you're just not Asian enough, I guess. His family has pride. You have brought dishonor among to yours. Go to the Akigahara Forest. That's in Japan. I love I'm Chinese. Same thing. <laughs> I love the top scores for the uh, pro wrestling. Like, literally just two people. One guy beat an opponent in 24 seconds, and the other guy beat the great Puma, which... (laughs) Beating the game is an achievement? (laughs) Apparently. Well, I beat the great Puma when I, you know, get up the nerve. (laughs) And then apparently Jim Hernandez, his score was uh, Mountain Nasty. Cut loose. He cut loose. An hour, one, and 24. He's the same guy that uh, did the twenty four second uh, pro wrestling. There you match. go. I know. I bet. I bet when he mounted nasty, he only lasted twenty four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! Yeah, it's, that's the first time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so uh, they finally mentioned the uh, the Ganon the Gallon Challenge, the yeah, Ganon beaters, the Ganon beaters, which is so like, no, which is like a really disgusting looking tank top. <laughs> oh yeah so the first person they just cover the nipples to have basically. a confirmed <laughs> it's like a man, it's like a man bra thing 
Yeah, just nipple pe- nipple pasties. Pasties made out of like thin cotton. Uh, so Noah Hoffman was the first uh, person to beat Gannon. So congratulations, Noah, wherever you are. I'm sure you're picking up plenty of ass to the day. <laughs> to this day, uh, in a trailer park in his Gannon beater. Mm. <laughs> this can be here. Which yeah, is probably so just a band of cotton. That's all that's left of his shirt. He just <laughs> outgrew it, but never took it off. It was his, it was his peak. God. <laughs> in the course of his battle, Noah wielded a magic sword, let fly a silver arrow, and turned an invisible enemy into dust. And then they mentioned the other nine Ganon beaters that rode in. And now they're asking for another challenge. Can you beat Ganon twice? Call. So they're basically talking about the second quest, but they tell it second time around here. And uh, basically saying, if you beat the second quest, you begin, call us in and let us know, I think. Did any of you beat the second quest? Mm, no. It's harder, though. It is, like, I there did. is a challenge. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you're better, well, you're better man Mr. than uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Safe I, I, had, I was playing with power <laughs> emulators. Yeah. On the, oh, uh, oh, on the, I was playing on my Game Boy. And uh, had like a uh, one of the triggers was like a rewind function, so <laughs> I never had to die because I had what was that Nick Cage movie where he could jump back in time like thirty seconds like so like if he was if he was in a situation where he's going to get killed he just like leaps back or something. Click, vampire's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was in a movie where he could like and it bad lieutenant. <laughs> It showed him trying a, a situation, and then like it showed him like splinter off into like several versions of himself until like one of them. Succeeded. Wizard's Apprentice. It was like Super Meat Boy, but face off. <laughs> okay, Bad so... Grandpa. <laughs> Bad Grandpa. He was in that movie. No, oh. he wasn't. <laughs> I'm just he wasn't movies. a click either. I know that was my guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for... next. Okay, Is that so it? You're not any help. Is that is it next? Maybe it was a movie where he could like go back in time like thirty seconds. And so. a Las Vegas magician who can see into the future is pursued by FBI agents. FBI agents seeking to use his abilities to prevent a nuclear terrorist attack. Is it Nick Cage? It's Nick Cage with Julianne Moore and Jessica Biel. All right, it's him then. Memento. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's got the ability to go back in time thirty seconds, but he keeps forgetting what he did wrong, so he keeps doing the same fucking thing. <laughs> Maybe he should go back in time and not sign up for that terrible script. That would be. No, he should go. Back Have you ever seen that college humor sketch of Nick Cage's agent? Like, yes. <laughs> is you playing a spaceman's ass? <laughs> yes, 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 it. yes. Get Bruckheimer on the phone. <laughs> this will fix my money problems. Having sex with a dog. <laughs> Literal penetration. Full penetration. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I really don't think you should do this. And that's why <laughs> I'm probably going to get fired. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Next so is the, the, the tool bag. mailbag. Yeah, mailbag. Did <laughs> you say tool bag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would like some hints on how to beat Great Puma. He beats me every time. So if you Uh-oh. get him disqualified... By tossing your opponent out of the ring is how you beat him, according to the response. So basically, if you cheat, you win, which is great news for the uh, game-playing children of Nintendo Power, or Nintendo Fun Club. They alternate between writing to Nintendo and writing to Howard. And uh, (laughs) 
I, I like the letter to Howard. How do you get the seven extra lives in Super Mario Brothers? Like, there's just seven? But, uh, he says you can get a lot more than seven with one-up mushrooms and coins. For more tips, check out your owner's manual or the Super Mario Brothers strategy guide. Always shilling. Always shilling. Oh, look, he does respond about the cost of membership. Apparently this was free, despite the $2.50 thing on the front. I think, mm-hmm. it was, I think you could have had the option of buying it in the store if you were just too stupid to register for free. Well, no, this, this one doesn't have well, two fifty on the front of it. I don't know if you guys read our Facebook, but uh, superfan uh, Mike Stewart posted on there that uh, when he got his original Nintendo Entertainment System console, uh, there was a little 305 prepaid card in there oh, okay. to sign up for the fun club uh, and uh, you just send in your name and address basically and that's how you would sign up. Hmm. So that's how you would get it. I guarantee, guarantee it was free. It may or may not have been offered at stores. We get Howie at the line here. We're going to ask him. Uh, another case of Howard being a dick. Dear Nintendo, <laughs> is there a dungeon, an underground coin room, or an underground world? How do you get unlimited lives? Is there a minus world two, three, or four? How do you get there? And uh, in answering your questions, Danny, a dungeon is an underground world. No shit. You don't. And three, we haven't found them, have you? So again, Uh. teasing us with the existence of the minus worlds beyond minus one. But he's just like, we haven't found them, have you? No, you won't, because none of us have have figured out how to turn a Nintendo into a ROM yet. And then crack the programming code. Because you are a dick. <laughs> and then there's just a bunch of ideas for future things. Let's see. Uh, this was interesting. So it says, Dear Howard, on Super Mario Brothers, I got so many guys. I'm guessing new lives. It started going by letters and then by colored shapes. Is this some kind of code or message? It says, Yes, if you get more than nine lives, the display is coded. For example, a crown with a number after it means you have more than ten lives. So you got a picture of a crown. You could just put the number there instead. I yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea you can get uh, that many extra lives in that game. Well, if you st- if you do the turtle shell trick, the turtle. Oh shell. yeah, yeah. Yeah, where he's going. Yeah, I don't have the uh, curb stomp him. I don't have the uh, dexterity for that. No. Oh, so it's I got, got a. Uh, I got hit by the shell again. I'm just like fuck this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they got a local idea. clubs. They got a local clubs update. Mm-hmm. So uh, John's neighbor writes in. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> How do I get the kids to drink the Kool Aid? They're getting wise. <laughs> yeah, so. the Hood River Club writes: Our local fun club is new and going strong. We have developed a system so that when one of our members has a birthday. We all go in together and get a few new video games. One thing is for sure, we don't share secret tips on the games. We all want to be the best. That's a terrible club. On that note of terrible clubs and birthdays, I always want to say happy birthday to John. It is his birthday today. I apologize for not doing it with Catherine's on the show. <laughs> but yeah. happy birthday, buddy. I had to send well, you a message on the phone being like, dude, were we going to... No. So happy birthday, John. Glad to Thank you very much. Glad to have you evading the cops for yet another year. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> caught up to me yet. That's right. That's why he's lying in a shovel, my friends. They won't find it. There we go. <laughs> if it's not Those a body, hot tips. is it really a murder? Is it nope. really? Come on. <laughs> you can't find a body. Are they really dead? No. 
I love living so close to Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, No no questions. So they have a a fun club kit they mentioned here. Uh, I had to imagine that's... uh, (laughs) What is this happening here? I'm going to get really inappropriate if I say anything else. So to make it fun, we have a fun club kit that includes tournament ladders, activity suggestions, a binder... For keeping club records organized and a power play button to be awarded to your weekly champ. You have to have five serial numbers, so you'd have to go buy five Nintendos if you wanted to right. game the system. And you get set in $7. Yeah. So, all right. Well, That's not bad. I bet, we could find, I bet we could find five old Nintendos with some serial numbers and sure. $7. Do you want to start our own fun club? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they're going to respond if we send no, it in at this point. So. Oh, well. All right, profiles. Yep, this was the original Counselor's Corner back in the uh, the prototypical days where they had actually talked to the counselors instead of just giving them like a a flimsy little bio. I found found some interesting... uh, The second guy, Rich, I'm always learning something fun from new fun club members... He's got that look on his face, and I think he's got a mustache, but it's so damn thin you can't really tell. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that look on his face. It's a look. I can't really discern, like, if he's trying to, like, lure the kid into the basement or his mother. But he's definitely trying to, <laughs> to charm someone into doing something they shouldn't have. But he's got that grin, like, I know I'm going to get you to do it. It's just a matter of when. Or, you know, she won't know uh, she has herpes until later. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm clean looking. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then the, what really gets me is, Phil, there's never a dull moment. <laughs> that looks, is not Phil. That He looks that like a fucking is, Goomba. No, he is Scott Bakula. <laughs> Scott Bakula <laughs> as a Goomba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then but, yeah. the real the real kicker is Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Oh, my goodness. Kind of like if Rick James was in high school, this is what this guy would look like. And I was just like, there's a, there's a black guy playing video games? Like, it, I know it happened eventually later, but, like... Okay, it's still, like a unicorn. He also <laughs> appeared in an advertisement <laughs> for Soul, though. He's the Afrocorn. 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 Uh... <laughs> Oh my goodness! He's got the classic '80s Jerry curl going on, practically unibrow. He looks a little Asian too in the eyes, so he could have he been like Tiger Woods. He does, yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe that's his real maybe that's his real first name, Chuck. All right, so uh, we have our first uh, ho ho video joke in the top so, right so corner. We have, so we have a blazing in the counselor's corner, but uh, yes. uh, we've we've wear like how many thirteen issues so far? Any other person besides white that we come across? Yeah, I don't think I don't think no. we, I don't. Yeah. No, we had we had a black chick one time. Oh yeah, yeah. She was she was rather normal looking though. Okay, so she didn't really stand out, but we did have one. Oh, uh, so well, now we know why they call them minorities. Like they were really hard to find back in the eighties. Minority. Well, you, especially want... around like the high end, like or you know, electronics. Especially in industry. Seattle. <laughs> if this was like. Jerry Jerry Curl newsletter, like it might be a little more populated, <laughs> or, or, like, by... or like New York Street car- Cardboard Dancing Monthly. Then, <laughs> then we'd see a lot more Rocksteady crew members, and 
The electric boogaloos, booganoos. <laughs> Lovely. The electric boogaloos right. or something. Yeah. All right. Let's do this ho, ho, ho video. Who is in Mario's doghouse? Come on, Mike. Bow, wow, 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 wowzer. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, good. Really? You could have just said bow, wowzer. <laughs> it would have been nope. lame, but it just wouldn't have been so long and painful. Uh, Mr. X is so tough, I'm sure if he ever told a joke... You wouldn't want to stay around to hear the punchline. That, that joke gave me cancer. I, I have to imagine it's someone that punches you. I, I bet you it's from uh, pro wrestling. I bet you it's an enemy from pro wrestling. It's, be a, it's, it's not from Punch Out, or maybe it's Ring King. Yeah, maybe. Or no, I think it's pro wrestling game. No, but the uh, the real all star, the rock, the gem of the gem of the page. This is the the shining moment of. Howard, I, at first I thought he was sitting on a throne, but maybe he's playing the drums. He's but playing the drums. drums. It looks like he was holding up some pennants at first, but it's just uh, <laughs> the stage. The background, the, yeah, yeah. It's just the yeah. background syncing up with his drumsticks. And he is rocking some uh, shades and laying down Ray Charles some, again. some fat drums, like the Ray Charles of the drum set. Oh, yeah. And it says, here's a glimpse at a rock video Howard Phillips created at a Nintendo trade show in New Orleans. You know, for boasting about this rock video, where's the frickin' title? Here's Howard. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it says. Oh, my goodness. Happy Howard. Yeah. We need to see this video. Yeah, I don't know how this it's happened. Not, it's not even here's Howard. Catherine, look, it's not please even, help us. It's not even here's Howard. Look at the, look at the end. There's no E. It's hers Howard. <laughs> yeah, there's no A. It's it's all about this is this is about oh, yeah, uh, Howard's yeah, wife. Yeah. It's her right, Howard. Right. Oh god. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. Howard. So handsome Howard rocking out on the video, uh playing with power? Like what what would the what what do you what what what, what would the name of the uh, this this magical rock video be? Derpy Derp and the Derpersons? <laughs> I don't know. I Howie's World? Hot Howard. <laughs> Hot Howard, check it and see. <laughs> Howard plays the hits. <laughs> Howie oh, hits. Howard and the Power Players. There you go. Alright. Anything else for this page, Mike? No, I'm spent. We got okay. per, we got Pimp Link on the cover pointing at uh, Jerry Curl Chuck, but that's it. <laughs> I mean, All right, he's, then we he's, get we're, he's wearing purple, so he knows he knows which one of these guys is most likely to appreciate his his crushed purple velvet robes. I think what they they only had like a certain like set of the pages that were color printed, so like they did some in in the mono like the two tone, and then a couple pages where they had the color. Like I think they strategically. Laid this out so that I, I like so, I like Pimp Link. Yeah, <laughs> Pink Link. He got the purple purple pimp, drank Link. Pimp, pimp Link. Yeah, pimp Link. everything's purple pimp about Link. him. His robes, his drank, his everything. Yeah, yeah. Plinking ain't easy. Yeah. <laughs> he has no mouth. That's slightly disconcerting, but we're gonna just ignore that. <laughs> so there's like this crease from his eyes curved around to his jawline, like he's wearing a mask. Maybe that's it. Mm. I, don't know. I don't know what the narrative is on this, but he's rocking like a supreme pompom door mullet combo. 
for her hairstyle. <laughs> He's right. always doing that, though. That's his thing. Yeah. I tried to get that hairstyle in like fifth grade. <laughs> I had my hair sticking out straight like a shelf like that. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work so well. Did that and that how that that didn't go well for you? I I, I tried to convince my to get the bowl cut in, in like the bowl cut. So you're not like where you would, fan? Well, the dumb no, and dumber cut? No, well like the one not wasn't like true bowl, but like you would do like a bowl cut but then you would shave under it. So oh, like, so you get the floppy hair down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my uh, hairdresser was like, "No, that's not going to happen." <laughs> <laughs> good call on their part. <laughs> I think my mom like glared at her. She's that's like, "No, there's no way. It, you know, you're derpy enough. Like, you don't need to increase that." <laughs> derpy. Enough. So, all right, next page, Mike. Yeah, there was a kid like that in my high school. I did it all the way through high school. It looked like a palm tree. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked around like a mushroom top of his head. He just gave him some coconuts for you, graduation you, you, present. You mean, like, you mean like Goomba Phil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at Goomba exactly. Phil rocking those freaking power bangs. Look at that shit. <laughs> it's like it's like bangs from all around his head. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's like a bang bowl cut. Okay, Anything on page... Nineteen. I don't see anything. I'm talking about Rad Racer a little bit. Some, I don't know. Uh, we get to see arcade hits: Solomon's Key, Mighty Bombjack, and Rygar. So Rygar got some uh, mention here. Yeah, Rygar is solid. Finally, yeah. I mention? I like the uh, Capcom game packs that are mentioned. And uh, if you take a close look at the right there, Ghost and Goblin, you can see they all kind of match the same art style that we've made fun of so much for the original Mega Man game. They have kind of that uh, grid, 3D grid in the background behind some some flashy art. They're advertising, what, Commando, 1942? Ghosts and Goblins. I can't make out the one right next to Ghosts and Goblins. It looks like Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Thorn or... Oh, he's talking about that one, I think. Soul Blaze? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway... Captain Commando Challenge Series, and uh, they show a picture of Captain Commando, and I don't think he has a face. Yeah, no, uh, he's, it's look, the most he's looking up stoically over these uh these these glossed one piece golden shades. It's like Booster Gold met Cable. <laughs> it is kind of a disturbing image, and he's waving a Capcom uh, banner um, over his head. And that's about it for page 19. So that's a pretty terrible Capcom commercial, I've got to say. <laughs> uh, next page, they've got an advertisement for all the uh, swag you can purchase. Stuff and things and Club. things and stuff. And Yeah, they got a picture of somebody took of all their stuff laid out in a, on a blue blanket <laughs> of uh, Nintendo Fun Club long sleeve shirt, Super Mario Brothers long sleeve shirt, Super Mario Brothers short sleeve shirt. And a fun club short sleeve shirt. I think you need to let Mike talk. He's kind of ch- he's champing at the bit there. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> these shirts. We've got the official score pads we talked about last time. Talk, Mike. <laughs> these Quiet, shirts, man. <laughs> these shirts are missing one important ingredient. Handsome Howard. They are. Uh, you know, before us, when I saw them with Howard and his, his uh, chinless neck yeah. last last episode... That's when I really wanted to buy one. If only they had it in my, uh, you know, circus tent size. <laughs> yes, I did steal your joke, John. Uh, <laughs> anyway. It was, om- it was an homage. A birthday homage. It's not stealing if I do it in front of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's more like cramming it in my face. There you go. All right. 
Um, and then anything, anything to add, Mike, about the the swag? Uh, just that, like, why would you have a, a sketch pad for Hogan's Alley? At least Mario's like a, a likable character. Like he's got his own mag, he's got his own pamphlet, like how to win at Super Mario Brothers. Right. But uh, you know, Excite Bite and Hogan's Alley. Why do they need sketch pads? Mario's got the uh, the personality and the star power, even though he's got a blue hat on the fucking shirt. Like, where's the yeah. inconsistency? Like again, that's yeah, weird that they don't even have. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's so again, like you've got the video game. Why can't you just base the colors off the damn video game? He's got like a brown. He's got like brown suspenders on in the game. So why don't you just give him brown suspenders on the on the shirt? I mean, like it looks like he's like a, a on the red shirt. It looks like he's just a ghost wearing a a, a Ron Jeremy mask. Look at that super fist punch he's got going though. Yeah, I mean, he's got you know, super fisting action. Yeah. And he's ready to mushroom stamp anyone that gets in his way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mark of the Red Mushroom. Oh. <laughs> the All right. So, page 21, we see the uh, the Ness Advantage. This is the debut uh, in Fun Club, correct? No. We saw this last well, time. We saw the pros. I mean, they weren't, the they weren't, but they weren't like trying they were saying was well, this is like when they're kind of like explaining oh, it they just talked about the dude that yeah it? yeah like i don't think i think this is like when they're actually explaining what it oh, is okay i've seen it so many times it's hard for me to remember now okay the joystick itself is full size big enough to give you a good grip on the action yeah the choice of a and b buttons adds all the control you need and then some <laughs> <laughs> oh there was one thing i missed uh there was a letter in the mailbag to uh, Nintendo, and it says, I think it would be a good idea if you created a list of the top 10 or 20 games as voted upon by the readers. So yep. Shane Linkus of Redmond, Washington, was the uh, the original progenitor of the top 30, it would seem. Well, I mean, it's. I think that was already existed before he wrote in about it, so... Well, it may have been but I think works, he... But he it was like well no like list list existed before this magazine so like he's like hey i think you should do a list of I'm this i'm pretty sure what he's saying is harold uh, uh howard stole the idea from this guy well he wrote in suggesting it in they they give him credit at this point i think that's good enough yeah how howard's such a company man that yeah. you know this was just one of those things where it was just like you know kid we can't take your ideas for like legal reasons so as a total coincidence i have the top 30 list Right here. It's not 10 right. or 20, so, you know, it's not your idea. All right. So, anything to say about the advantage, Mike? Did you have an advantage? I had no advantages when I was growing up. I don't, I didn't either, but I know, I know that a lot of the, like, the top players used it, because apparently it was, like, better for games. Uh, I know I wanted this thing. This thing is just fantastic. Like, options on your turbo, so they, yep. you know, like, lock yourself into like this spammy motion and you can actually just do like multiple taps saving your buttons. Mm-hmm. I know I wanted one of these things, but I think it was like forty bucks or something. Yeah. And that was like and the 80s money. So what so. like like eight hundred dollars Canadian or yeah. something? Like Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I had a neighbor that had one of these things. It's pretty solidly built. It's it's not lightweight. It's, yeah, you could like kill heavy. a hobo with that thing easy. Easily, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the reason why they built it. It's just great for arcade ports, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, I I personally would never use it on like Super Mario Brothers. That's built for so much more fine control than 
than what you can get out of a joystick, in my opinion. Mm. But All right. Cool. So let's see. Puzzle thing. We're not doing the puzzle. We didn't get the answers to the uh, crossword, did we? No. I looked all through this. They're, they 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 aren't there. I'm like, By the way, I listened to that. Not great radio, as it turns out. Yeah, us doing us doing a crossword. Filling out a crossword puzzle that you can't see is not that great listening to a podcast. So what you're saying is we should do the puzzle? I'm I'm saying that we should do the puzzle. <laughs> well, uh, first I wondered if the if they were uh, one of the words. Were That's the bu- what I was going to ask, Catherine. I, I, thought- I was I was I was going to say. You have, like, podcast Stockholm Syndrome. What do you think of Ikea meatballs? That's what I forgot to ask her. Because <laughs> Swedish, like, Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> All right, okay. Never mind, anyone. <laughs> I thought that this was, uh, you know, just to show how dirty my mind is, the first word I found was at the very top left, Trojan. Yeah, well, that's the, like, thing that you would see first. We're not doing this, holy Christ, Jesus. It's like a, Scandin- right. it's like a Scandinavian condom, because it's like a Trojan with two A's. Nope. There you go. All right, we're not doing the pu- what puzzle search. All yeah. right, so on the right, they talk we about game the, reviewers the wanted. We got the xenomorphs puking rocks yeah. at the bottom again. You can uh, yep. squeeze meatballs. Mario with a hammer, which is kind of disappointing, because he doesn't get a hammer until... Uh, until he gets the hammer suit in Super Mario Brothers World, Super Mario Three. Yeah. So this is so a, they, like, why are they teasing us with this? Well, game? didn't he have a didn't he have a hammer Donkey in Kong. Donkey Kong? Yeah, but they're they're mixing worlds because he's taking a hammer to a Goomba. Yeah, mm. it's blasphemy. What are we gonna do? Ugh. They're they're, they're, right. they're facing the honor of video games. All right, and then let's see. We have the picture of yourself on Halloween. <laughs> oh, the, the second paragraph. Here's your chance to look as outlandish, heroic, evil, mysterious, comical, and colorful as the characters in your uh, favorite video games. Right. Uh, these categories include best guess. For example, if you haven't seen Ganon or you haven't saved the princess, dress up as you see them in your imagination. Oh, so wow. Words, shitty costume time. Oh, I can't. I hope these show up in another issue. I got. I can't wait to see. Based on their track record of giving us the word search answers, I'm not counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. No, Howard didn't pick up the art of follow through until later. Yeah. All right. Um, then we have an ad for a game called 3D World Runner, which I don't remember at all. It comes with 3D glasses. Ooh, that would be. Probably pretty terrible to play. Sounds this guy's got terrible. The sh- this guy's got the shittiest rocket pack. It's in the front. Yeah. It's a nipple pack. <laughs> yeah, he's shooting him with fire nipples. Yeah, he is while wearing 3D glasses, by the way, and a, a silver Peak space ones. jumpsuit. So I guess he's mm-hmm. part of the uh, the, the uh, he's from the future where the Nintendo mm-hmm. power players and counselors have taken over. With yep, and he's 80s, wearing with their silver 80s jumpsuits. So he is from the yeah, future. He's like, He's crammed his pants into those boots that are like sticking yep. out the top. Like he's wearing wellies. <laughs> he's he's crammed the pants in just so that like he's going to be walking in snow later, and he doesn't want to get in the boots. Yeah, and take a look at the pirate cufflinks there too. <laughs> he's got the cuffs got coming out. It's like yeah, he's got I a, don't. It's like he's got a a badminton birdie on his on the end of his stump. <laughs> Nothing about this makes sense. How and. Is it chess? Yeah, just... We got like a chess grid on the bottom, the uh, CN Tower in the background, uh, 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 a dome that looks like a baseball, and he's fighting like a seahorse dragon 
with his backwards nipple jetpack and his yeah. galoshes on. And, yeah. and is he strolling or taking a battle stance or running away or is he slipping on oil or like what's up with his legs? I thought it was falling into like a pit. Yeah, I don't know. It's just <laughs> you take, I'm going to take you out with my. Oh, there legs. are bottomless pits according to the text. So, oh, there uh, you go. He's dying. But so, man die? and then what else? <laughs> this is faces of death right here. Yeah, 3D world with <laughs> faces of death. <laughs> They're also coming out with Star Voyager, which sounds super generic and like a ripoff, and Winter Games, which is obviously an Olympic Games ripoff that they don't want to pay the licensing for. So, good job, Acclaim. You're a bunch of tool bags. And then we wrap it up with an ad for Top Gun. Mm. Cruise through the Top Gun video game, and you may land on. Scroll down, please. <laughs> the, land on the air, aircraft carrier. Aircraft carrier USS Intrepid. Konami is cooking up a contest for all you aces out there. Just be one of our top four scorers in the Top Gun video game, and you'll win an all-expense-paid trip to the Top Gun shootout on board the Intrepid Sea Air Space Museum in New York City. And five grand. Become okay. Top Gun, and you'll take home five grand. So, yeah, so when we, uh, as I became aware of this, when we were checking, when I was making the video for the upcoming video equivalent to our podcast, I was uh, trying to figure out, as we asked, like, how did they find out about this contest to get on the Top Gun video game? And uh, we, this is obviously where it came from. So this is one of those past questions solved. Mm. This is going to be like the first or at least the beginnings of the player's poll contest almost. Yeah. I know it's Konami sponsored, but still it's like the, one of the big first big contests you've seen in one of these magazines. Too bad this game is absolutely terrible. Dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know, All right. Is there anything else to the... There's no Tom Cruise volleyball going on. No. Oh, no in my dreams. relationship with Goose. In my dreams there are. In my dreams there are. <laughs> no opening up the, up the freezer and grabbing an ice cube. Yeah. No highway to the danger zone. No nothing. No nope. Kenny Loggins? I Blasphemy. Will, <laughs> I will say... Meg Ryan, really hot in that movie, if you go back and rewatch it. I mean, yeah, Goose dies and all, but I mean, that means she's available, right? Yep. Hell yeah. I mean, grief sex is still sex. Oh, it's the best. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, tears are God's lubricant. (laughs) All right. So that's the end of our fun club here. Fun club issue number three. It went uh, quite a bit longer than I think we thought. Yeah, we had an interview there to start off. We did have an interview. Let's go ahead and wrap it up and uh, take our break here. Yep. So uh, I'll go ahead and sign us out. So you can find us on Twitter at GetThePower88. You can find us on Facebook at the Playing With Power Podcast. Please do us a favor. If you liked us, if you didn't like us, please go onto iTunes and uh, rate and review us. Yes, let us be and, discovered uh, or reviled. Just be honest and let the world know in a small way what you thought of us. We're also on uh, Patreon, if you care to send us a couple of uh, shekels. And uh, Mike has his own podcast. Just <laughs> Mike has his own podcast. Is at uh, the Techno Babble podcast on the uh, uh, Geek Fallout Network, as well as Hear Me Roar, a Game of Thrones podcast, and is occasionally on Screenin'. Uh, I think that's it. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. I'm John. <laughs> and I'm John. <laughs> and now you're playing with power. 
Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, you're playing with power. Mike, did we lose you? Lou? 49 minutes. Oh, frick. Well, <laughs> I forgot I muted the mic. Holy okay. crap. All right. I thought we lost you. <laughs> uh, maybe we had a stroke. All right. What's going on, Mike? All right. You know, hey, uh, Ben had some family stuff uh, going on, so or something. We'll make up an excuse that people accept. <laughs> ben saw our Patreon donations, and uh, he's, uh, he's despondent right now. He's inconsolable. Ben, Just ben, say Ben fell asleep. Ben's blowing dudes in the park because he doesn't have enough money because of Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ben, ben, he's, on uh, the, he's on the street corner ben, <laughs> trying ben's, to earn money for the next year. Ben's Ben's working the corner since the Patreon's not making paying the bills. There you go. There you go. All right. You could uh, just get sound clips from me and occasionally pipe me in. Yeah. <laughs> just go to Ben's soundboard. Yeah, there you go. Just like huzzah, you just huzzah, hit a, you just hit a button. Huzzah! huzzah. <laughs> what do you think about that, man? Lovely, huzzah! Lovely, <laughs> lovely. There you go. I do like that. There's a controller that you play with a straw, like Stephen Hawking style. <laughs> in here, it looks like uh, like Darth Vader. Star Trek. Yeah. What's the What's the uh, commander from Star Trek? They get stuck in the box. Where it's like, beep. You know where the light comes on. I'm thinking uh, of that oh, that, that South Park episode with a teacher that's like... That's, How do you not know this, Mike? Come on, help me out here. It's the original Star Trek or the Jinx Generation? The original one. I've never seen that. Oh, come on. Uh, just search Star for Trek paraplegic uh, Star Trek. <laughs> Mr. Pike. Captain Pike. What, Christopher Pike was the, the was in the pilot episode that never aired, wasn't he? The Green Trap No, they something? have him. There he <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the one they used with South Park, the teacher where they have the key on her because she's on fire. No, that is that. That's sort of the same thing. I've not Park. seen that. South Park. Yeah. Send me Christopher that Pike. Link. Fireman. Just search for Christopher Pike on. Uh, yeah, Christopher Pike is the thing. Anywhere. That, 